0: Previously, in Eastwind, the team dealt with the fallout of the community center events. The Hawkins siblings got away without a trace, while Skeleton was handed over to the police. Lancer, Lab Rabbit, and Ignition made their way back to Taxama headquarters through a whisper tube in a local convenience store, where they found out that two major events were happening in the city, while the Hawkins family has nefarious plans for the magical contingent of Infinity City there is also a call to a snake god that intends to summon it to the city. Lancer picked up both contracts at once, giving him two new powers under the unfortunate condition of having to kill. How will this shake out for our team? Find out in Eastwind number four, Armor.
1: API Infinity City Story, an actual play using the Masks, a New Generation system from Magpie Games. We're aimed at exploring what it means to be a hero in the Asian American Pacific Islander community. And this cast and I will combine our unique worldviews to help answer some big and small questions. I'm your GM, Connor. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm at Conador crunch on Twitter. And you can also find me on Magpie's curated play program where I GM. Not just masks, but Avatar Legends, and uh, you can come play with me literally right now as you're listening to this. And to introduce the cast for this game.
2: I'm Ken Rolo, using he-him pronouns, playing Kai Riley, a.k.a. Ignition, with my character using he-him pronouns. Ignition is Tydom domin Irish and using the Scion playbook. And you can find me at Ken Rolo across the internet.
3: I'm Jordan Nguyen. I use they-she pronouns, and I'll be playing Cherry Chung a.k.a. LabRabbit, who uses she, her pronouns. LabRabbit is Vietnamese and is using the Nova playbook. You can find me on the other Infinity City podcast and the Reclaimers, or you can heckle me on Twitter at Tweet. I'm JPG, he, him pronouns,
4: playing Leo de Armas, a.k.a. Lancer, with my character using he, him pronouns. Lancer is Filipino and is using the Soldier playbook, and you can find me across social media at SpeakerJPG. So, this
1: episode of Eastwind opens up at Taxama headquarters, where you all have gone down to rejoin backup with Ryan in the intelligence center of Taxama, where they have large supercomputers that are all, I think, centrally connected through magical means. And Ryan has the Taxama database open where they've got all sorts of different Taxama files, as well as any sort of like. Reports of all the various goings-ons that Taksama is aware of. And you all were looking for a way to get into Dr. Terror's retirement party. Ryan had alluded to the fact that he might be able to get you in. And so when you join back up with him in the Intelligence Center, I think his face lights up when he sees the three of you, because he's an intern, but he gets to work with superheroes. And I think that's... like. That'd be exciting, no matter where you work, even if where you work is, like, magical shield. Hey, so you all were trying to uh, get Skeleton's retirement party ticket or something along those lines, right? Well,
4: yeah, but, Brian, I don't know if I want to get you in trouble on this one. I know that she said you might have some back channels in order to, I don't know, to, like, to get us in touch with them, but do you feel comfortable with this right now ryan says leo look
1: i really appreciate oh wait can i call you Le- i'm sorry I'm lancer lancer
4: uh, uh, ryan we're none of the higher-ups are here it's okay we're all friends here okay 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 okay
1: yes i appreciate that you like you care but yeah i If anything, you might be helping me a little bit out of trouble. The back channel is my sister. So she, last summer before she went to college, she was actually one of Dr. Terror's minions. Like she was, he, like whenever he gets up and monologues right before he activates his doomsday device, he always has three or four people in the background wearing their terror costumes and like working the controls and everything. That was her. That was Brianna. She was there doing that. And Dr. Terror paid really well. She can't put it on a resume or anything, but she went to school and was like, yeah, she was
4: pretty stacked. That's a great back channel. And we might actually, that's a great back channel. And I, I guess you see, I think you see in panel, like Lancer starts. Like, formulating a plan in his head? We, like, zoom in on
1: Lancer furrowing his brows, and, yeah, we know something's going on there.
4: Ryan, you know that the skeleton is locked up now, right? Because I I did search it, right? Skeleton, they haven't...
1: He refuses to shrink back down, so they had to store him in a, like, out... Not in the city jail. Like, he, he just won't fit. They did truck him over to this off the book site. The only reason that I know is because we've actually got a couple of different
4: agents inside of the,
1: uh, infinity
4: city police department. Well, that means that there's been a pretty big spike in wherever they're holding skeleton because of the power
2: supply that they need. Right? Exactly. Ignition. Is there any way that you could maybe track where that's at? I can try. I'm trying to think the amount of energy they would need would be considerable. Do we have, and then I direct over to the computers, which I do working with Taxama, that they're fairly intuitive considering they're both science and magical based. Is there any type of scrying spell that would show their location within the system?
1: We can definitely try to, yeah, yeah. You can, if you try to operate the Taxama computer yourself, it should interface with your powers, just the way that it works. So if you want to try to find this site that skeletons at the computer should be able to pull that up for you if you're able to use your powers the way that you said. Okay. You access the system, and you start connecting to all these different data streams. And at some point, your own system transfers data out that you did not initiate. And when you take a closer look at it, you realize that your mom had somehow infected you with a virus that she is now transferred into Taxama's computer system.
2: I immediately turn to Ryan, and I tell him, I need to speak with Commander Lightning immediately. I'll go get Commander Lightning right now. And Ryan goes rushing off. So I turn to the team and say, okay, so I need to handle something with Commander Lightning, but we did get the location for Skeleton. And it displays on screen the, uh, the containment
1: site for Skeleton that the Infinity City Police Department is using is actually just on the other side of the lake where the snake cult is going to be summoning their snake god out of. There's a shot of the three of you all looking at that location with dread before Ignition goes rushing off to go join up with Ryan, who is looking for
4: Commander Lightning. So Lancer turns a lab rabbit, it says, okay, we either talk to Brianna or we talk to Skeleton. Who do you want?
3: I'll go with Brianna.
4: Okay, but I wanted to go to Brianna. We have to... <laughs>
3: okay, so I think they, they play rock, paper, scissors, and it's like a tie like three times in a row as both of them just choose rock over and over because that way they don't have to change their hands at all.
1: <laughs> rock is the strongest selection. It should always yeah. win.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I think on the fourth time, Cherry like switches over to scissors and she's like, rock always wins, okay.
4: <laughs> it's that little... Could you maybe break space... Actually, Ryan, where is Brianna right now? Meanwhile. Ryan is like breathlessly explaining and
1: pointing and saying, Ignition, emergency. And Commander Lightning looks up to Ignition and says, hey, Ignition, what do
2: you got? What's going on? Commander, I don't know how to say this, but I'm fairly certain Tyrion's now made an incursion on your system within the briefing room. How, how certain are you? I'm 100% a 100 do you think you can combat this incursion and and repel it i'm not certain and we still have to go to catch up with skeleton so i'm not sure if you had any team members on your it staff would be able to right now it looks dormant but i don't know how long that's going to last
1: all right so commander lightning turns to the analysts in the background who like because there are just always analysts around Commander Lightning, and they immediately, because they're just, at this moment, I think they're just hanging around and watching, but the second that they look over at the analysts, they all spin and immediately get to work interfacing with their own Toxamax system computers, and Commander Lightning frowns and says, I appreciate you looking out for us, Ignition. You did a good thing here. You're, you've got real hero qualities, and I appreciate that.
2: Kind of sheeplessly to say, thank you, Commander.
1: Commander Lightning nods at the analysts who have immediately gone to work trying to repel Turian. And uh, then they turn to you and say, all right, well, it sounds like you've got some pretty serious business to get back to. I, again, appreciate your assistance here.
2: Thank you, Commander. Then I so, guiltily just start to head back to meet up with the team.
1: Yeah. As you head back, Ryan jumps along to follow you and says, that was a really good job with that save ignition. I, you were able to identify that she had intruded so fast.
2: Yeah, I'm familiar with her coding style. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that you're around.
1: I know that, like, all the good work that Sama does, we really benefit from having the aid and support of superheroes. It wasn't something that happened all the time before Leo got here. And when he did, it's it definitely seems like we've been able to really do a lot more good. Case in point, we were able to identify this virus from a supervillain.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a real catch. And he just guiltily just changed the subject. So can you tell us more about your sister? Oh, yeah, yeah. So
1: Brianna is... She's got kind of a rebellious streak in her. That's that is why she did decide to go work for Dr. Terror. If you find her adversarial at all, don't think anything of it. She's like that with everybody. Yeah, I don't know. She's into music. She loves this band. It's pretty old. I don't know if you've heard of them. My Chemical Romance. OK, so she's a fan of the classics. Good to know. Yeah, so she, she did just recently have like a, a pretty bad breakup. Other than that, um, yeah, those are the quick facts on my sister. She also punches really hard. Don't ask me how I know.
2: Punches really hard like she's your sibling or really hard like she can bench press a Mack truck really hard?
1: Oh, she definitely can't bench press any Mack trucks or anything. No, just if you borrow any of her stuff and you don't give it back and, and then you maybe break it by accident, then yeah, then she punches you really
2: hard. Gotcha, so not power levels equal to the or the Hawkins.
1: Oh, no, nothing like that.
2: Okay. So you get
1: back right as as Cherry and Leo's rock-paper-scissor game ends, and so Lancer and Lab Rabbit, you look up to see that Ignition does look like a little sullen, a little guilty, but he has, I think, deflected it away successfully enough that Ryan doesn't see it.
3: And before she heads out, she's just going to look over at Kai everything good with lightning just ran out there
2: yeah we i I let him know an update that i think they had a security infrastructure issue so it's taken care of let's go
3: you're able to just like log on and tell that stuff
2: yeah yeah it's a gift
3: i'm real gift never gonna understand your tech wizards okay let's get going
4: well wait wait wait, wait. okay so lab you're going to skeleton
3: Yep, I sure am.
4: I'm going to Brianna. Yep. (laughs) Which means that Ignition has to... I kind of need you to go on a shopping spree. What do you... All of us are going to have to look like bad guys if we're at this... If we're at this thing. So you're going to need to either make us or get us stuff that's going to make us look like legitimate bad guys. Not because your mom is a bad guy or... I'm not assuming like alignment (laughs) charts here or anything like that i don't want to do that but out of the three of us you have had the most experience
2: with bad guys fair enough and then and so begrudgingly i see the logic in his comments so i turn to ryan do you have a lost and found of old tech and suit and costumes here oh yeah Yeah, we've
1: like, we we do cleanup for a lot of different major incidents. I'm sure Perfect. there's something that we can throw together.
3: Yeah, take me to damage control. You got it. And uh, yeah, Ryan will lead the way. Cherry teleports Lancer, but just outside of this building.
1: And Lancer's like, oh, thanks for, oh, dang it. Lancer, you look around and you're like, you're not even at the, like, expedited teleporter that they have for emergencies that you use oh. to get in here. This is the one that, like, the employees of Toxama use when they clock in and out. So like, there's a line because, you know, like they only have so many. <laughs> so yeah, you're like number five behind uh, four <laughs> other people who are trying to leave for the day.
4: <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. And, like, at the very front of that line, is just, it's like an older woman just trying to swipe her card and it's just not working. Both. Oh, yeah. Oh, they just... I've, I've, I've... Recently changed the teleportation
1: codes, and she can't remember which portal she's supposed mm. to teleport back to, to get home. And there, there are two other younger people who are trying to help her out, and they're like explaining. So wait, you want to go to this neighborhood in Infinity City? But yeah. Do you also, but make sure to get on the Wi-Fi first, and then once <laughs> you get on the wi <laughs> so wait, do I have to hit pound? And they're like no you don't hit pound until you enter your code in she's like okay so i'm hitting pound just lancer in the back just shaking his fist
3: yeah (laughs) you know what it looks like when you shake your fist it looks like rock
1: that i love the symmetry of those two panels being juxtaposed against each other like lancer's rock winning fist versus lancer's shaking fist (laughs) in anger (laughs)
0: elsewhere with lab rabbit
3: it's gonna take a couple warps along the way i imagine for her teleports it's the same way that you would jump from a distance so the higher the distance the more painful or like reckless it could possibly be in the Ooh. same way that you can probably jump off your couch no problem you could probably jump off of two couches and it'll sting a little bit once it starts hitting four or five couches stacked it's gonna to start to sting so she has to take some breaks in between oh and With the little blinks and warps along the way she's sending texts over to kai of images of clothing from hot topic and macy's because she doesn't want to use the loss of town clothes and hoping that he can either use his card or the company card or something else (laughs) yeah and then she'll make her way to the holding center like pretty quickly that was still like less than two minutes i think she got herself some like silkworm cassava cakes like just because like it's like along the way because there was like the supermarket on the exit here so she's just, like, chewing on those while she's warping over and sending those, like, hot topic in Macy's text. Inside of the containment center. I think that there is a chair where a guard is supposed to sit, and that's where she teleports in. Just because she's worried that if she teleports inside the cell, then that might have power dampening stuff. Hey, it's been a little bit. This place
1: is huge, right? It's like a big warehouse. But Skeleton is really big, too. So he's, like, sitting, like, cross-legged and cramped hunched down. As a giant red skeleton. And he says, Oh, hey, you're that, you're that superhero that beat me earlier. Hey, I don't suppose you could put in a good word for me and get me out of here or anything, could you?
3: Oh, do you want me to do that? Yeah, that would be great. Actually, uh, for the party you were talking about earlier, do you think you'd be able to like, get a good way in? I haven't leaked all the footage stuff. I just record on my phone. So if you think you're able to get into the party... Then I think I can take you out. We can't go to the party if you're stuck here.
1: He's got no eyes in his sockets, but like does the sort of side eye looking around, which for a skeleton just looks like a head very slightly turning (laughs) conspiratorially. And he says, I don't actually know if my ticket came through or not because I got arrested too quick, Mm -hmm. but they should have my cell phone in... The evidence lockup, which yeah. I like I saw them dump all my stuff in there when I when they brought me in. It's just two rooms over.
3: I can go grab that. And then if it's a good word, it, it, wait, is your phone password locked? It is. What's your pen?
1: He looks around conspiratorially again.
3: It's four
1: twenty sixty nine. Damn it. I was about to guess that. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> the cops still haven't guessed it yet. They tried entering in five and if locked him out for five minutes. It's. They're never gonna get it. He's absolutely like waiting for Lab Rabbit to laugh and she doesn't.
3: Yeah, she'll just look over it like straight into the vacancies where his eyes should be and she'll just look and say, that's funny. And then she'll leave the room.
1: You see that there are guards here, but you're able to just like quickly teleport through, grab the cell phone out of the lockup. But you do know that that this place has probably, like, 20 guards here.
3: Okay. I think the phone is, like, currently inside a plastic bag. And then she's just going to teleport the phone outside of that, that plastic bag. Just into her hand, and that's how she grabs it. And then she'll just go back, put in the password, and she's, like, deeply upset when she realizes the password works.
1: Skeleton says, okay, so now just look for a text message from Dr. Terror. He's been sending out, like, these... QR codes that like give you the location and it's like a whole thing which actually yeah. now that I think about it how do you scan a QR code that's already on your phone
3: she pulls out her phone
1: <laughs> god what a jerk that guy is
3: there's probably a way to actually do it automatically her phone but Cherry has no idea so she pulls out her phone and scans his phone <laughs> and then she'll just look over and does it seem like he was invited or got the text
1: oh yeah yeah Dr. Terror has absolutely invited Skeleton
3: uh congrats you actually got in
1: yeah i knew it i knew that breaking in that community center would do it i it, like it had to be newsworthy that was that's all he's inviting are, like the a-listers and ever since uh, i had a rough summer you know like my girlfriend left me and i went mm-hmm. backpacking and, like i really found myself but mm-hmm. i haven't been in the crime scene for a while
3: okay is this your first time like in, inside like a jail cell or holding cell or anything like that
1: I've been in the system a couple times, but
0: mm-hmm. that's how
1: I knew this trick. If I don't transform back, they can't put me in a cell. So I think uh, I read on the internet, like on the deep web that like, if uh, if I just say that, like, that that if I just wait, I think it's 72 hours. They can't hold me without me seeing a judge. So they can't take me to the judge because again, really hard to move me when I'm this big. So I think they just gotta let me go.
3: But Aren't you able to Wait, you're big enough. Aren't you able to just, like, break out of here?
1: Oh, I tried that. This place is super reinforced.
3: Oh. Okay. Well, I got a ticket now, but I feel like I need to be, like, your plus one or something, so... Yeah, yeah, so... If you wanted to
1: teleport me out of here, because, like I said, that 72-hour thing, the party's tomorrow night, so...
3: Yeah, it would have been like 48 hours. That's enough. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I can. I don't want to teleport all the way back here. So I guess I might as well do it now, right? Yeah,
1: just teleport me out and uh, we'll go to the party. It'll be awesome. His face as a skeleton is completely inscrutable to you in this moment. As you sort of like begin to doubt yourself. But then you hear shouting from down the hall. As you hear like the guards screaming that there's an intruder. And you hear footsteps stomping in this direction.
3: She's going to take him with her. Just immediate panic. She's like, oh, God, I hope I'm not the intruder.
1: So you uh, teleport over into his cell and you uh, grab his, like, one of his bones. <laughs> the two of you teleport out.
3: I think it's not easy carrying an entire person like this. So I honestly believe that it's literally just behind the building. She'll take a breather and then start going like further out into like downtown.
1: (laughs) When you teleport him out, he does shrink down once he realizes how much of a strain this is on you. When the two of you get like behind the building, he sees that you're like short of breath and he shrinks back down probably to about not all the way down because once he goes back down to his regular form, his flesh takes back over again
0: back with Lancer at Texama headquarters.
1: You have finally gotten through the line of the teleporter. You have teleported back to Infinity City and you have made your way over to Ryan's house where uh, he told you that his sister is staying because she's back in town because the semester's over or whatever. And you knock on the door and she opens it up. Ryan's sister, Brianna Manolo, who is, I think, probably, like... I want to make, like, a tall Filipino woman. So she's, like, one, And, ooh, yeah, she absolutely has a neck tattoo. And she's, yeah, she's... She is every bit got the aesthetic of badass college rebel sort of thing going on. So she's wearing, yeah, like, a leather vest with spikes coming out of it and probably, like, a leather cuffed bracelet that's braided... Like, just all sorts of, like, cool stuff. When she opens the door, she sees Lancer in the Lancer costume. And I think she just slams it closed again. Oh,
4: Miss Manolo? he just knocks again. Uh, I don't know what to do. I, don't I, just, I take out my phone and I text the group. I'm like,
2: Ryan's sister's hot. Please help.
3: And then Sherry will send a text back. Send pick. And
2: then, so a Lancer texts back, try, try hitting her with some with some early 2000s emo core. So I knock on the door again. She shouts,
4: Are you a cop? I mean, not in the traditional sense. That's,
1: that doesn't sound like a cop answer. Ugh. So she opens the door. She says, Okay, you're not a cop, but you are a superhero, aren't you?
4: And then Helmet Cam takes a picture, sends it out to the group chat, and then I take off my helmet, And I shake out my hair. When you shake
1: your hair out, you hear her say, like, under her breath, she just says, oh, fuck. And when, like, when your, like, vision settles back, absentmindedly, her hand went to, like, her cheek, and (laughs) she, like, notices when you're looking at her, and she, like, puts her hands back down to her sides really quickly, and she says, so, are you, what's going on? Are you, you're not, like, are you, what's happening? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm flustered. Just,
4: (sighs) I mean, we could take a seat on your porch maybe in order to talk
1: okay okay and uh, yeah so she comes out and she closes the door to the house behind her and uh, they have two chairs and then one porch swing the classic porch setup and uh, yeah she sits
4: on the porch swing well miss manolan uh, actually can i may call you you may i was actually sent over here by your brother, Ryan, and you
1: know that nerd, I, Ryan's a good kid, but
4: (laughs) well, I think you're going to like him even more because I think we might've figured out a way in order to try and help you out with your little issue with your internship. Yeah. What's up? If we can somehow fix it to where your internship lists at Texama instead of the other place do you think maybe you could talk to your old boss in order to try and get an invite for tonight
1: that that sounds like it would really work out because yeah i i had a great time working with dr terror but yeah it's it's killing my uh, job hunt right now and then like my mom and dad said that the neck tattoo probably doesn't help but what do they know yeah, um,
4: parents are the worst, right? They
1: are. Yeah, they just don't get it. But it, you're different. You're like, like this complicated superhero or something. She says, all right, I'll help you out. It sounds like that's going to work out for both of us, actually. And hey, if you want somebody to go with you, like I can even go with you and introduce you to Dr. Terror himself if you want. We'll just have to watch out because I I heard my ex boyfriend's gonna be there.
4: Yeah, that'd be awesome if you're not doing anything tomorrow night. Yeah, sounds like a date. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to need a good cover for this. What do you, Doctor Terror? Does he like any sort of particular villains or like any sort of like looks and all that stuff? He's that sort of
1: classic mad scientist kind of doctor. He's egotistical if you can convince him that you're like another mad scientist i think you'll be in especially since he's retiring he wants to know he's talked about it he wants to know that the future of villainy in infinity city is in good hands and that he's not like abandoning the newest generation of villains to have to figure it out all on their own he
4: yeah just but more science-based than like physically based
1: yeah yeah he's okay he's, he's he's been working on this big machine for it's some sort of fireworks display or something. He wasn't really clear. It's going to, he said it's going to be a big blast, whatever that meant. That gives me a lot to work on. I'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Sounds good. She gets up and heads back into her house.
0: Back at Texama headquarters.
1: So ignition, what happens is Ryan leads you to just a large, warehouse with different shelves stacked with different bins that all have different things that they've recovered from various scenes and I think there's just a barrel that says alternate universe costumes I think like a lot of the tech and stuff that was capable of re- being repurposed they did take and kind of adapted into their own systems here but I think there's probably a lot of broken tech too that they didn't know what to do with
2: Gotcha. So, yeah, and so- oh yeah I'm sorry, you go ahead. I was going to say, at this point, has, because also I'm not sure how our communications work within the base of Taksama. Have I received like the text from
3: Lab Rabbit? Oh, absolutely. There's going to be a list of things that would be the modern goth look. So it'd be everything, like really, Oh, here are like the different skirts with the black ribbon or the plaid across it. Here's things like chokers and like rings and stuff like that. Cat ears, hoodies, t shirts, band shirts. And it's clear that she sent texts from things that are not just planned for tonight. in case he's willing to buy things anyway. So there's additional (laughs) things like, oh, boots, belts, like dresses on the side, like just uh, a t-shirt, just everything, even like down to socks, just whatever, like he would be willing to put on his grocery
2: list. I turned to Ryan and said, does Labrabbit have a writer so that she gets to keep all of her costumes from our missions? Is that included in the team budget? to be honest all
1: of this stuff so it's logged but it's never like double check. like i don't know last week we had like a slime spill like quick dissolving sl- and we used like a lot of the uh, a lot of the alternate universe towels that we got from like a it was a weird car accident where two cars crashed so hard that they broke reality and uh, uh, it was, like, right where a towel factory was in a parallel universe. It's So, we yeah, we used the alternate universe towels to absorb the slime, and then we just threw them out when we were done. Because a lot of this stuff is just here because we don't know what else to do with it. Not all of it's useful. So it's just here, and if it can be repurposed, then cool. If not, no big deal. We don't really track the outgoing stuff from this room. It's, yeah, like... It's one step up from like a garbage
2: can. Okay, fair enough. And so I start to like using her shopping list, I pillage through the different pieces that might fit and of course I'm filling the three different duffel bags full of stuff. Her duffel is three times bigger than both mine and Lancer's. And so it's all the different types that kind of fit to this the style she's looking for fit in there. I myself just set up a basic full onesie. I have I find a helmet. That is just fully conceals my identity. Just, but it's also indicative of my mother's clear face, the like completely concealing faceplate. But I also find a set of electrical bolts that I can put on the side of it to give it more of a electricity outfit outlook. And also find a short jacket. I find just a, a regular sized jacket with a hood as well that would fit over the helmet. And as I go through things, I find things that I think. Lancer might like, but I, I text him saying, Did you have any input on your costume? Is there any tech in there where it gives me
4: extra arms? Number two, find a lab coat, rip the sleeves off. <laughs> Number three, goggles. I'll figure out the rest.
2: Cut to the montage of me like one panel is just like the three duffel bags, and then the next panel, you like things stacking up in each of them. And of course, the pile for Lab Rabbit gets bigger and bigger, while ours just has like the small bit of stuff that we need. But I do find the arms; it has two additional arms as well as all the pieces he looked for, like the goggles and everything. So
1: Kai is, you know, like in in this warehouse putting all these costumes together, and Ryan helps you put together Lab Rabbit's costume, and he gets like really enthusiastic, and he's like super grateful that you're letting him put together your villain Sona costumes, and he says, "I think I could do this, like." more
2: I think I really like making costumes for for superheroes it's because you're good at this is these are gonna look great and they're never gonna know that it's us I think I've always been passionate about design
1: I think yeah okay the next time you all need superhero costumes or anything I'm gonna commit to it I'm gonna start making costumes for people we see you all for the first time in your villainous costumes and i'm gonna go ahead and call you out to describe yourselves as your new villain sonas starting with
4: afib so afib is definitely going for like hot scientist look instead of him carrying his two pistols the arms are carrying them it's really just hot scientists wearing goggles. The panel continues along the
1: splash page to Electrocutioner.
2: Um, So Electrocutioner is just full bodysuit, but he has that kind of canvas jacket with a hood so that it goes over. But you still see when you the hood's up, you just see that completely sleek helmeted face and the bolts that light up on the side of it.
1: The comic book page continues. And at the very end, we get to see Black Rabbit.
3: I think for black rabbit's outfit is going to have a dark motorcycle helmet that covers it that you can see that would be normally able to like i guess fold in and out like a visor to just be able to like scan or be able to reveal the eyes and then like little almost like little indents or spikes at the end of it to be like simulating the rabbit ears at the end edge of the helmet the rest below is going to be like choker a black leather jacket and then a black band t-shirt that you see that she's has been like spray painted over a logo slightly different from the one she normally uses. And it's just going to be like ripped jeans and black boots underneath that. She'll also just turn over to Kai and just whisper like, I was kidding about the shopping list, but good job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And so as this uh, issue ends, I think it we, uh, we get to see the
4: the superheroic east wind group
1: as villains
4: and the last thing i'm like hey ryan uh you're my date to this
1: bye ryan's face in the background of the comic book panel just mouth <laughs> agape in shock <laughs> and that's where we're cutting this episode a special thanks to Elliot of Infinity City, who has donated his time to support marginalized stories by editing this podcast. You can find Elliot at PodcasterElliot on Twitter, where you can find links to all of his amazing work. Also, a special thanks to Indy Tan, a Malay-Chinese content creator who composed the intro music for Eastwind, an AAPI Infinity City story. You can find Indy on Twitter at It's Mr. Mask, and you can make sure to check out their work on Dice Comics at Dice Comics as well. Finally, a special thanks to Ralph Ballesteros, our Manila based Filipino concept artist for Ignition, Lab Rabbit, and Lancer. You can find Ralph's work and see if his commissions are open on Instagram
4: at The Milkfish Arts. Thank you so much to Connor and the rest of the cast for putting on another great actual play. Our hope is to create a space where an AAPI
2: audience is inspired to do more for their community. We encourage our listeners to support reputable AAPI nonprofits that keep our community safe.
3: We cannot stay quiet when one of us in the community is hurting. So we encourage you to check out stopaapihate.org to report incidents of hate and to take advantage of its care resources. We play heroes on air, but we hope that you can
4: be a hero to someone in need. Thank you again for listening, and please remember, it is better to light a candle than to curse the darkness.